Welcome to I Wrote This News. Today is January 26, 2022. Here's what you need to know. A challenge to the re-election bid of Representative Madison Cawthorn, one of the House's brashest supporters of Mr. Trump and who cheered on the January 6th rioters, has emerged. A group of lawyers is working to make the case that the right-wing House Republican and dude whose name sounds like the nephew of Foghorn Leghorn is disqualified by the Constitution from holding office, unless he can prove he is not an insurrectionist. The case revolves around the little-known third section of the 14th Amendment, adopted during Reconstruction to punish members of the Confederacy who were streaming back to Washington to reclaim their elective offices. That section forbids from holding public office anyone who has engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the Constitution or given aid or comfort to those who have. Hawthorne, 26, who is in his first term in Congress, has denounced the case as an egregious misreading of the 14th Amendment, but he has retained James Bopp Jr., one of the most prominent conservative campaign lawyers in the country. Billionaire investor Mark Cuban helped launch an online pharmacy that offers more than 100 generic drugs at an affordable price with a goal of being radically transparent in its price negotiations with drug companies. The online pharmacy's prices for generics factor in a 15% margin on top of actual manufacturer prices and a $3 pharmacist fee, the company said. The company doesn't process insurance claims and requires customers to pay for their medications out of pocket. And to place an order for medications on the company's website, patients must request a new prescription from their doctor. The billionaire modestly named the new venture the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drugs Company. Other than lending his name, it's not clear whether Cuban has invested in the enterprise. A recent decision by the Food and Drug Administration to temporarily halt the use of monoclonal antibodies for the treatment of infection with the Omicron variant drew a vehement outcry from some on the right, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis' spokeswoman and person whose last name sounds like she doesn't even believe what she's saying, Christina Pushaw, on Monday night promoted a claim by a conservative conspiracy theorist that, quote, the FDA is trying to make it so that people in Florida die of COVID. They'll kill people to harm Republicans. The use of treatments under emergency use authorizations legally requires a determination that the benefits outweigh the known and potential risks. Despite DeSantis's claim that there is not a shred of clinical data to support the change, the FDA notes that there is significant data on the monoclonal antibodies' lack of effectiveness against the Omicron variant in a laboratory setting. DeSantis has been a forceful supporter of the use of the antibody treatments in people who fall ill to the coronavirus. Green Bay superstar and puncture-resistant Aaron Rodgers finally reacted to President Biden last week, after the commander-in-chief in December made an offhand comment to a Packers fan that the quarterback should get vaccinated. In an impressive display of nouns and verbs trying to find their places in line, Aaron served up the following word salad, quote, When the President of the United States says, This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's because him and his constituents, which, I don't know how there are any if you watch any of his attempts at public speaking, but I guess he got 81 million votes. But when you say stuff like that, and then you have the CDC, which, how do you even trust them? But then they come out and talk about 75% of the COVID deaths have at least four comorbidities. The CDC study to which Rogers may have been referring found that of the 36 COVID-19 deaths among 1.2 million people who were fully vaccinated between December 2020 and October 2021, 28 had four or more risk factors. Sly observers note that Biden's jab may be the only one Rogers will ever take. Now it's time for On This Day in History. On this date in 1838, Michigan is admitted as the 26th U.S. state. On this date in 1915, the Rocky Mountain National Park is established by an act of the U.S. Congress. On this date in 1962, Ranger 3 is launched to study the moon. The space probe later misses the moon by 22,000 miles. Whoops. Celebrating birthdays today are cartoonist Jules Pfeiffer, 
baseball player and sportscaster Bob Euchre, activist and author Angela Davis, singer Lucinda Williams, rocker Eddie Van Halen, comedian Ellen DeGeneres, hockey legend Wayne Gretzky, and Portuguese-born British visual artist Paula Rigaud. Happy birthday to all of them, and if your birthday is today, a very happy birthday to you as well. Today's news was brought to us by The New York Times, Forbes, The Washington Post, ESPN and Wikipedia. If you have a comment or a question about anything you've heard today, or if you have a suggestion, please send us a note at I wrote this news. All one word, at thatradioshow.com. That email address one more time is I wrote this news, all one word, at thatradioshow.com. One more thing, if this podcast sounds a little funny, that's because it's also an experiment. All of the vocals were generated using AI technology. Hopefully the show will sound different and better as the tech improves and as we improve at using it. I'm Bob Neese, hoping you have an amazing day. We'll get together again soon.